Welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we understand that people are frustrated because they're stuck in particular areas of their life that they want to be free from. The problem is they don't have the right information or practical tools to solve their own problem. Here at the Perspective Podcast, we deliver multiple perspectives with practical solutions that will assist people to become unstuck and on to living their best life. So sit back, relax, get a notepad out. Welcome to Perspective. If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement, I'm reeking from the mold still. Good morning, people. It's Chris Muzan again here with you with uh, my buddy T. We are here for episode two of our podcast perspective. So T, welcome to the show again, man. How's things going? They are going fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. No, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Tom Hopkins. Yes, exactly. Unbelievable. <laughs> I missed the cue on that one. That's right. No other no other way to be. Unbelievable. So we're we're excited to be back. We got a great topic today. It kind of expounds a little bit more on the topic that we spoke on last podcast episode, uh, but this one goes a little bit different direction and a little bit deeper. Um, so today we're going to talk about dualpreneurs, right? Some of you may, maybe have never heard of a dualpreneur, um, and I'll be honest, I didn't know it was a thing until about a week ago when I read an article <laughs> about dualpreneurship. Um the word just sounds funny. So obviously I had to jump in and learn more about it because, hey, that's what we do to get a different perspective, right? You got to learn new information and take in new information. So that's what I did. I'm going to share the article with you guys. Um, I got this article off of LinkedIn. I was playing around on LinkedIn. Um, by the way, you should be following both T and I on LinkedIn We'll make sure that you guys know how to follow us, but it's just our names on LinkedIn, so you can find us. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it easy. But either way, I was on LinkedIn and saw an article from Tara Jackson. Tara Jackson, in her bio, it says, Madam Money, personal finance expert, TV radio personality, and credit union automation consultant. Um, she published this article a week about a week ago. And the title says, What Jeffrey Owens Taught Me About Being a Dualpreneur. So for those of you that don't stay up on current events or anything in the news, uh, Jeffrey Owens, he used to play on The Cosby Show. Did did he play on anything else, T? Do you know? Um, Ah. That's all I remember. That's all I remember, too. <laughs> and that's okay. Right? We, don't, we don't watch much TV, so if he did, no, Jeff, we Jeffrey, we apologize if you're listening either way. We apologize we didn't know other stuff. But for sure, your role in the Cosby Show, legendary. Either way, yeah. uh, over the past few weeks, somebody snapped a picture of him. He had a job at Trader Joe's, and he was working. And um, someone snapped a picture, posted it on social media. And it got a lot of reaction because uh, they were like, how could this guy who had this great prominent role um, in in uh, one of, I guess, you know, America's great TV shows, The Cosby Show, how is he now working as a cashier at Trader Joe's? So, you know, a lot of negative reaction, a lot of like, oh, he lost all his money. And then people stepped up for him and started to say, hey, as an actor, when you're in the actor life, when you live in that Hollywood life, you need a job in between gigs. Um, And so that's what he was doing. And, you know, some people stepped up for him. Some people in Hollywood stepped up and uh, some people didn't. So that's where the article came from. And again, the title of the article, what Jeffrey Owens taught me about dualpreneurship. And uh, I will read a quick excerpt from this um, article. It says, dualpreneurs use the income from their full-time or part-time job to pay bills, ensure their families have the basic needs, require health benefits, want to save for retirement, and maybe maintain, salvage, or rebuild their credit. Their employer is actually their corporate sponsor that helps sustain their standard of living so they can focus on building, investing, and reinvesting into their passion or business venture. They keep their jobs and don't stress out about their side business. They choose to not eat the seeds. So basically, what it says here says, although many 
believe that suffering is a part of being an entrepreneur, dualpreneurs think differently. They understand the power of having a dual engine income. Like passenger planes or dual engine airplanes, they can safely operate and fly with only one engine. The second engine provides more power as well as a fail-safe in the event one engine loses power. Having a dual engine income, also known as multiple streams of income, provides the same backup. This backup or fail-safe income, whether it is the income from a side hustle or from a full-time job, will ensure financial stability. So basically, a dualpreneur is somebody that has a full-time or part-time job but still wants to call themselves an entrepreneur because they have a side business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about it. Does that does is this term dualpreneur? Is it a real thing? Does that really make sense in the terms of understanding what an entrepreneur is? And so, T, I'm going to jump right in and ask your thoughts of either what I read or just tell me your idea of this dualpreneurship. Um, which, you know, I think this is one of the, this is why we do the show. <laughs> um, because you got to have perspective, right? I do believe from my perspective on this matter, I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Um, because if we just look at the definition of the word entrepreneur, right? Let's, you know, if we just, just, if we just do a quick Google, you know, entrepreneur, you know, you get a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so, mm. right? That's just everybody in the world, like, now if you go hit entrepreneur search in Google, that's what you're going to find, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I do believe that if we just look at the definition and it's like, you know, just black or white, it's like, hey, maybe somebody could take on that financial risk, right, um, while still having a quote-unquote nine-to-five job. Maybe it is possible because somebody could be taking that corporate sponsorship and saying, hey, you know what? I'm taking all of my money from Walmart, and I'm dumping it into my online marketing platform, right, where I go out and help small businesses go. And the way I grow is my market. I take all my money from Walmart. Um, I do believe, and, and we talked about this before offline, it's like, hey, as an entrepreneur, you know, a lot of people that are like cold-blooded entrepreneurs say, no, nah, man, if you're not all in, you're not all in. <laughs> um, you know, you got to be 100% or nothing, man. You know, and and I think that it's there's just like this badge, right? This badge of honor. If I'm an entrepreneur, man, you got to be able to risk it all because I'm risking it all. And if you don't risk it all, you're like, you're not all the way bought in. And I get that and I understand that. But I don't know if that's 100% accurate, right? I think I think some people would say entrepreneurs that look at it only that way are the people that have a dull knife and they're going out trying to chop down the forest, right? Or a dull axe and they're trying to chop down the forest compared to somebody else that says, hey, I'm going to chop, and I may not have 50 strokes an hour as you may have. I may only have 25 strokes an hour, but every time I stroke and you're stroking again, I'm going back and sharpening up, and I'm sharpening up because I'm taking this money from my 9-to-5 job and dumping it into the business so that I'm more effective and I'm more efficient. I do believe, though, that it's a, it's a preference Right. If we're just looking at the very basic root of the definition, in my opinion, if you start another business, if you start a business, period, based on that, right, and you go out there, you offer a service to someone, and you're the leader, you're the, the person that's running this business or businesses, by definition, according to Google, you're an entrepreneur, right? You're taking on financial risk. That business can still go under and take out everything. That's that, you know, you can still be risking the money. And you can lose all of it. You can lose your job running a business if you're not paying attention. Um, honestly, close enough to you know to the type of industry and the type of thing that you're doing. So, my perspective, this snapshot glance, and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna hand it over to you because I know you have a lot of thoughts on this, and we can go back and forth. Um, is hey, you know what? She might she might be onto something here. 
Uh, I get it. And I, again, I understand your perspective. I understand. I get it. But I absolutely, fundamentally, completely disagree with it because you cannot, and I understand that definition of entrepreneurship, but in my, in, in my view, you cannot be an employee and an entrepreneur at the same time because of the mindset, right? This is something I'm very big on. And when I do teach and coach and try to help people get out of the employee mindset and break more into the entrepreneur mindset, I've learned over time, T, that it's an actual mindset, right? It has nothing to do with do you create business, right? Do you Are you at, at a job? Are you not? It really doesn't have a lot to do with that. It has to do with how you think about business, how you think about money, how you think about life. The entrepreneur and the employee think about life differently. Just some of the things that, I, that she touched on in her article, basically saying that like you could have a corporate sponsor. Well, entrepreneurs don't believe in necessarily being sponsored by somebody. We're going to go get it, right? We can't function. Gary Vee talks about this. He was like, a lot of people aren't real entrepreneurs. They just have entrepreneurial tendencies, which is a completely different thing. Gary Vee being one of the extreme entrepreneurs out there, he always says he couldn't be at a job. Like it's not in his makeup. You could you could try to be at that job for as much as you want, but if you have that re- if you're really an entrepreneur, it just it won't work out at the job. It just won't work out. Like you you have a tough time taking direction, you have a tough time showing up, like there there will just be things that will hinder you doing well there. Just as similar as if you are not an entrepreneur and you're an employee, it is a struggle for you to actually build a business. There, It's a struggle on both sides. That's how you know which side you lean more towards is because for me in my life, like after I got bit with the entrepreneur bug, and here's what I'll preface, and I know we'll go into this later, I believe you can become an entrepreneur, right? Like you, if you have a seed in you and you understand a little bit about it, you can develop into an entrepreneur, which is basically my story, right? Because we all grow up, most of us, 99% of us grow up being an employee. We understand what it means to go get a job and to work for someone and to, you know, get paid for our time, right? Like we understand what that means growing up and we don't understand what it means to be an entrepreneur. But I believe you can teach someone how to be an entrepreneur. I believe I was taught how to be an entrepreneur. I got a seed of it, and then I started to expound on it myself and do my own research and read and and change my mindset, right? Because our mindset can be changed. It's just, it's growth mindset. It's not fixed mindset. It's a growth mindset. So you can always change that, which means you can become something that you aren't currently right now. But I don't believe you can be both an employee and an entrepreneur by definition at the same time. Those two things, they require two completely different mindsets, two different skill sets in order to be successful. I'll give a quick example because this happens all the time when I sit down and I talk to people. I just talked to a, a a, a young guy yesterday who's a business owner or is starting to become an entrepreneur, I'll say it that way. He's he has a company. He has it for a couple years. He's got a great spirit about him. I can tell he really wants it and he wants to make it happen, but unfortunately, he is operating out of an employee mindset. He has a business where he is the captain of the ship, but in his day-to-day, he's treating it as if he's an employee of the business. And that can't happen. It can't happen and his business will never take off because he's thinking about it like an employee. So that's why I firmly believe you can't be a dualpreneur. Yes, you can do like 
jumping into entrepreneurship doesn't mean you go all in right away when you have the idea, oh, I want to start this business. That's not what it means. Yes, there might be some times where you need to keep the job, right? Again, I look at my own life and a lot of the people that I'm in business with, we start into entrepreneurship part-time to learn an industry, to learn the business, to learn entrepreneurship while we still have the job. But the goal is to get out of the job because we are suffocated there and we don't like it and we want bigger and better and we want to call the shot and we don't want to have a boss and someone telling us where to be, right? So we won't stand it long. That's why we get out. But this notion of being a dualpreneur where you could be an employee for 10 years and have a side business for 10 years and that's just, that runs both of your incomes. Yeah, but neither one will make you successful. And if that's the goal in being an entrepreneur is to be successful, to actually build something that adds value and make it as big as possible or to your vision, right, then you can't be in both places. So that's how I feel about that that topic. And I really just, I don't think that we can pander to people that say, hey, you can, you can be both long term because you need a different mindset to be an entrepreneur. There's certain things like that that word risk that was in the um, in the definition that you read T that has a lot to do with it. The fact that you'll never take the real risk because you always have a plan B. It's literally like having a plan B. Yeah, right. It's every entrepreneur will tell you there ain't no plan B. Right. It's plan A. And if this don't work, send the flowers. Right. Like we're just going all in on this one until it works. But. If you're a dualpreneur, you're trying to have plan A and plan B. Just in case plan E doesn't pop off or plan A doesn't pop off the way that I want to, at least I got medical, health benefits, da 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 da, a steady paycheck, can pay the mortgage. So you'll never push yourself off that cliff. You'll never get fully uncomfortable to learn who you are as a person. And that's that's the biggest thing about entrepreneurship that actually happens is you start to learn about you. You start to learn about who you are, about your self-aware, what you're good at, what you're not good at. It's because your back is against the wall. And when your back is against the wall, that's when we perform as human beings. You're either talented or you're not. You're either Kobe or you're not, right? You're either going to put up the last shot or you're not. There can't be an in-between. That's why I don't believe you can have dualpreneurship. Okay, I got you. And, and you know what? And you, you said a lot. And I think, and, and not I think, I know, like, that's, I get it. Like, I'm 100%. Like, I'm with it. I, I think there are a couple things that you said that, you know, I have a different perspective on, right? Like, just to, you know, just as we, as we talk about this, and, you know, for everybody that's listening out there, it's, we talk about it. Like I said, I, I kind of started off with this. It's like, hey, it's, it's like this badge of honor, right? What I think, and I, what I hear, what I take from it, from, you know, some of the things that you've said and, and just as we're looking at this and we're talking about it from both sides of the spectrum is we're talking, I think the conversation, if you're looking at it from an academic standpoint, by definition, if you are starting a business, if you start a business by raw fundamental definition and you are the captain of that ship, regardless of how big or small, by definition, you are an entrepreneur. Right, I think we can agree to sure. the, the generic definition, right? Sure. sure. Um, if we can agree to that. Now, what I believe that what you're speaking on is how successful will you be as an entrepreneur, right? If we're just going off the raw definition of I started a business, I went down, I got a website, I got a business name, I could, I have to pay taxes if I make any money. Right. <laughs> and a lot of them if I live in California, right? <laughs> um Right. I'm from California, so that's no knock. That's my home. Um, but now, how successful are you going to be as an entrepreneur if your attention is split? Right. Because even, you know, we're about to believe in God. Even the Bible talks about a double, you know, a double, a double minded guy. Right. Is our gal. You know, they won't be successful. Right. They, they, you can't be double minded. But so I do believe that. Yes, fundamentally, if you are trying to be the perfect corporate employee, right, while still trying to grow a multi-billion dollar business, 
you will not be a successful either employee or businessman exactly. or woman, right? It, you you won't be a successful, right? It's like, just not it, possible. It, it's just it's it's just right. not possible to do both. But 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 here we go. But 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 here goes the thing. Everybody's not trying to grow a huge company, and that's why I think sometimes people that are like cold-blooded entrepreneurs that are trying to take over the world actually have a complex <laughs> sometimes. And it's a good complex. Like, this is what will make, like, cold-blooded entrepreneurs extremely successful. It's like, if you're not trying to go big, like the, the, the Grant Cardone's 10x everything, 100x everything, if you're not making at least $10 million, right, if you're not making at least $10 million, you're going to get run over, man. You're going to die. Like, I get it. I get it. But, T, let me stop you. Let me stop you right there. Because then the question becomes, then what are you doing it for? What is the, well, that's the thing. well, let me get to that. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, I think that, that into this article, right? Everybody's not trying to build the next Amazon. Everybody's not trying to become a millionaire. That's the, I think that's where we got to be self-aware, right? We reference Gary Vee a lot because me and you both love Gary Vee. You got to know your lane. You got to know what it is that you're trying to accomplish. But that's Some not people, a lane, T. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Some people are literally saying, hey, look, my job will not provide for me. Let's say I know, right, Telly Robert does this thing, like he says, hey, add up all your stuff. What's your dream job? This or that. He goes through this whole formula and you get your number, right? At the end of the, you want to retire with, like whatever that number is. And what most people found out was, Chris, that it wasn't really that big of a number. Some people was only 5 million. Some people was 10. Some people was 25. Some people was 100, right? When they were going through this exercise. Maybe you say, hey, look, my job is not going to provide that for me. So I'm going to start an online business, I use that as an example, right? I'm going to work through the night after I get off of work. After I get off my nine to five, I'm going to come home, eat dinner with the family, say goodnight to the wife or the husband at 8 p.m. I'm going to work from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. for the next 20 years while I'm working my corporate job. 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., get up at 6, I'm going to sleep for two to four hours, and all of that income from that entrepreneur endeavor is going, I'm going to set my own retirement up, right? Because that's what I'm going to do. But I that, have a business, I run it, I manage it, etc. Now, here goes the thing. It's what you want. How can, the success is defined by what you want. It's not defined by the next man, right? Like, I'm not going to say, hey, I'm not an entrepreneur just because I'm not willing to give up my, you know, my health benefits because maybe my wife or my kid has a huge health problem that guess what? Even if I was an entrepreneur, the learning curve for my industry, I would need to make so much money to be able to pay for their health care. So I'm going to start and I'm going to keep the job, if nothing else, for health care while I still build, right? We talk about, well, what if it takes 10 years? Shoot, Gary Vee talks all the time. What if it takes 25? What if it takes What if it takes 25 years and that 25 years I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm building, right? I don't think that takes away from somebody being an entrepreneur. What I do think it does is it's a slower route, but I don't know if you can say, hey, you're not an entrepreneur if you don't do it like this. Abs like, right? I, no, I, I, I think you can't be called an entrepreneur because what is the goal, right? Here's the thing. No one, you can agree with this, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear what, what you say, but no one should have a side hustle for 25 years. No, no one should have a job and a side hustle for 20, like the same side hustle for 25 years. If, if you are going to work, if you're going to like, again, then this goes back to what are you doing it for? You're right. T like, I agree. Not everyone is here to build something big. Not everyone's here to build million dollar, billion dollar businesses, but what are you doing it for just for the satisfaction? Cause after a while, you know this, cause you're a hard worker after a while, you work in a full-time job and you coming home and working eight to two in the morning for 20 years, that don't fly. When you got a family, when you got things that, that are going on, that's not feasible to do both of those for a long extended period of time. If you're talking 20 years to get it off the ground, 10 years, that's not, that's not ideal life. 
because then you're working all the time. So then again, what are you doing it for? And that's why I say you have to either be one or the other. There is a transition period. There is a transition period. But you have to really seriously ask yourself, why why am I starting this business? Most people are trying to start it for some freedom. That's what you're doing it for. Yeah, but what you did, but I, that, but that's what I, I gave an example when you know when we were just talking when I was just speaking. That that see, it's 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 your end game. Like, what if I'm just starting it, like legitimately, for additional retirement savings? That's it. Like, I'm not looking for the freedom that you may be. I'm, I'm not saying me personally here, but um, I may not be looking for the freedom. Of like, I don't want my douchebag boss to tell me when to come in. I may love my boss. I may really love it, right? I may love going to work every single day. I may not have a problem with somebody saying, hey, 12 o'clock is your lunch time. Because I'm in an environment, I'm working with a company that fulfills, that that's working on a mission to end hunger or end cancer. Understood. I fulfill my goal. Understood. Right? Like, so, so I don't really care, and I'm talking, you know, being the other person now. Right. I don't really care about like using this job. Like, like, I, what's my purpose of starting to ex super, you know, super fund my retirement? Now, me and you both, I think, fundamentally disagree with some of that. But let's just take that <laughs> on the table right now, right? But but let's just say that's what it is for. Hey, my kid just went to school. Right. Like my job doesn't offer, you know, this special tuition. But I'm I'm going to do this. I want to do this for four years to take care of their college tuition. And then, hey, I'm done with it. So you're not. So can you call yourself? So in that in that sense, you still think that person can call themselves an entrepreneur if they said, hey, I I got a job. This is the main thing because I love this place, but I just need some side money to put in for my college retirement or my retirement or my college fund for my kid but because i started something on the side that makes me an entrepreneur is that what you're saying well what i will say is by definition and i go right back to the fundamentals you will not find a definition out there that does that and we agreed up front right the a definition of an entrepreneur is somebody who starts a business now do they stay an entrepreneur forever no are they the most successful entrepreneur I define success, right? Success is not defined by a dollar figure. Success is my success is not defined by your definition of success, right? Your definition of success might be financial freedom, right? Let's air quote that because that means something different to everybody, right? Um, and being able to have freedom of time, like on a Monday, you don't have to go to work. That's not my definition of success. So, by basic definition of the word entrepreneur, if I start a business. I'm an entrepreneur by definition. Now, how I operate within that—that's that's that's going to be judged by. Hey, am I successful? Do I have the skill set? Now, for everybody listening, we are now. Me and Chris are still both talking about like there are skill set that you have to do that's different. There is a mindset, like honestly, that you have, right? Like, cause to your point, you think if people become an entrepreneur, can they have a seed? Well, yeah, you can have a seed of something, right? Which means it's in you to be able to do it, but that don't necessarily mean that you want to do it all the time, right? Like, you may not want to do it all the time, and I and I do believe there's like this classism within entrepreneurship, right? Like, there's this like, but hey, I think man, I not, think it you, should you, be. You're not all the, but 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 here goes the thing. It may be I don't know. Like, I'm not big on classism, but <laughs> like we talked we talked about like corporate sponsorship, right? They referenced that in the article. Last time I checked, all the biggest damn companies in the world have corporate sponsors. Like, you know, they have other sponsors. They have other investors. Freaking the stock publicly traded companies, if you got a stock, you're a corporate sponsor. Like, let's just be real about it, right? Like, everybody has corporate sponsors in some way or another. It's just how you look at it, right? Like, also, here goes the other, here goes the other thing. You may not be able to have the family. Right. And now, and let's, and we can talk about now, we, we, we can kind of like sidestep a little bit. Let's talk about family, right? Let's talk about spouse, right? You know, me and you both are married guys. Right. And, and we believe in the biblical, you know, foundation of a marriage, 
right, and how we should operate. The Bible clearly says that when you know when a when a man leaves his family and he and he connects with his wife, right, they become one, right? They are one. They're no longer two individual people. They are one. Now, let's say I'm working a job and then I get I I realize I have this entrepreneurial itch, right? Like I I feel like. And I want to go all in on being an entrepreneur, quote, quote, right? Let's just use that, right? Well, and my spouse is like, no, I can't support that. I cannot support risking it all, right? Like in their head, it's risking it all. So, and they're like, I will, and and let's say they never change their mind about that, but they don't mind you keeping the job, right? And the, the 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 secure job, air quotes here, right? Because no job is really secure. Um, let them lose all their money. You're out. <laughs> right? um, and then, but they're okay with you, let's say, doing it in a part-time fashion, right? Now, all of a sudden, I'm not an entrepreneur, right? Because my spouse, they won't get on board. And the, the Bible says, you guys got to be one on things, right? You, you're not going to pick your business. I'm going to go do this thing so I can really be called an entrepreneur and, and leave the wife, you know, like whatever the wife say. No, you're going to agree. You're going to have to come to a conclusion with the wife. You guys came to or the husband and you guys came to agreement on it. So all of a sudden, I'm now not an entrepreneur, like because because I'm picking my marriage, which I should pick theoretically as the foundation for everything, but I can't be called it because I didn't give it all up. Absolutely. I think, right? No. And I, and I think, I think that if anybody that says that, you know, that's ludicrous. (laughs) (laughs) I was pulling up my Stephen A here. That's ludicrous. Right? You know, (laughs) that's ludicrous. No, by definition, are you an entrepreneur? Based on definition, I'm I'm an academic with this stuff. Yes, right? I don't think you change the rules. Like, we just had this conversation, funny enough, at work, right? Like, the company wrote a rule, right? They said, this is how it's supposed to happen, A, B, C, when this situation comes up. Well, the store that I'm now running, they've been doing their own thing for years. Right. And so I get there, and I'm like, hey, what does the rule say? And they're like, well, the rule says this. I'm saying, well, that's what we're going to do. Well, we never did it that way. Okay, well... (laughs) What does the rule say? This says this. Okay, well, then that's what it is, right? And then we going back and forth, and I'm like, I don't understand fundamentally. Now, is the rule great? No, I think it's stupid. Like, I do. I do personally think it's stupid. However, however, until you change the rule, right? Like, if you want the law change, right? You can't break the law saying it's a stupid law. No, go talk to your congressman, your senator, your CEO, if you will, at a company like mine, and you get the rule changed. Right, you get the rule change. So, in that in that context, listen. By definition, yes, you're an entrepreneur, and you won't find a definition out there that says unless you're all the way in and you have nothing else, you have no corporate sponsorships, anything like that, you're not an entrepreneur. You can you will not find that definition out there. What you do find is, in my opinion, classism between like people that are full bread, gave it all, willing to risk it all at some point, and other people that may be entering in, or they're okay in their own way. Like, why are they doing it? They're doing it for X. Some people are just, they start a business just so that they can have a business, right? They never thought they could do it. It's for the extra Then don't call yourself an entrepreneur. Then don't call yourself an entrepreneur. And it can be. T, you might be right. It might be some, some form of classism or how I would look at it. It's just, it's merit-based. Again, go back to something Gary V said. He said, we can all put, we're an entrepreneur in our profile. But are you a successful entrepreneur? That's what makes it different. Here's how I would look at it, right? Here's another analogy. If, you, if you're if you an NBA basketball player, you made it to the league, you can NBA call... NBA player. You're an NBA, NBA player. player. NBA player, right? right? You can call yourself yeah. a basketball player. You're like, I'm a basketball player. That's what you would classify yourself as because you you play it professionally. You practice, mm-hmm. you work hard, you go the whole nine. Now... If you come across a guy or girl that plays in a rec league and they say, I'm a basketball player, and you say, where do you play? And they say, at the local YMCA, how would you look at them? 
as an they're NBA player. BS, team, team. That's not true. You would look at him like, you're not. No, you you would look at him and be like, you're not. Like, okay, you would take it. You'd be like, okay, you wouldn't hurt their feelings and be like, oh, you're not a basketball player. But you would look at them like, all right, this guy's a clown, right? Like, you're telling me you play in a rec league. I get paid millions of dollars to do this. We're not in the same class. We're not. No, 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 no. Yes, we don't do it. Like, okay, now, okay, see, uh, and this is where it's so funny. I love this. This is perspective, y'all. Everybody listening, we got to get your comments, okay? Please on this one. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. We may have a part two of this one. <laughs> yes, I mean, fundamentally, like, they play basketball. If you play that, like, do you play basketball <laughs> professionally? You, know, you don't play professionally. <laughs> so then yeah, you're not in my league. So then you're, you can't no, call I, yourself I, what you I'm would, what I, but you I can't call yourself, but you can't call yourself what I would call myself. If I, okay, if I play in the league okay. and I play at the highest level and I call myself a basketball player and you don't play anywhere near my league, you can't call yourself a basketball player. You can okay, call yourself someone that likes to play basketball. Hence what we're talking about. <laughs> Hence what we're talking about. Being an entrepreneur, right. you could say if you're not all in, if you're not playing at the level that entrepreneurs are playing, no safety net, no job, believe in ourselves, go make it happen. We can call ourselves entrepreneurs. Until someone does that, you are someone with entrepreneurial tendencies. You like the fact that you can start a business. You're comfortable having a side hustle. That is what you call yourself. Don't call yourself an entrepreneur. That's the analogy I'm making with talking about being a basketball player because you play in the league versus saying I'm a basketball player and I play it in a rec league and right like I'm out of shape and I do this for fun because my goals are different, right? I just want to play basketball to stay in shape. I just want to play basketball to touch the ball versus LeBron's over here not eating and fucking right like on a diet. And working out at 4 a.m. and right all those things, and you're gonna compare and say we're that we have the same title. That's that, that can't fly. Well, there you go. Right, see, and and there goes that complex again. <laughs> but but that but that's in everything, right? It, we, we shouldn't we shouldn't get labeled. T. We shouldn't get labeled that as an entrepreneur. That's in anything that you give energy and merit to, right? The reason why we can get spirited in this conversation is because, right? I care about entrepreneurship. Right. Like yeah, I yeah, and, and, yeah. and that's where most entrepreneurs that are actually like making it happen, like with no safety net and doing it like we get passionate about this because this is our livelihood. This is like how well, we let me live. Ask you this. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Then. OK, let me ask you a question. Right. So at what point. Right. If you, let's use the basketball example. At what point would you say somebody become a basketball player? Is it A, right? I'm going to give you a couple scenarios, right? And if I'm missing one, just let me know. Okay. A, when they're playing at the highest level in the NBA. B, when they make it to the NBA. C, they play professionally, period, right? Like anywhere, right? And make a dollar. When are you a basketball player? None of it. It's D or E or whatever the other alternative would be. It's when you've decided that you're willing to go all in and put in the work of a basketball player. It's okay, when you okay, wake up. Have, at, okay, so what, what if I do? Like, okay, so, but, but at some point there has to be a crossover. What you're talking about is a crossover at some point, Chris, right? I can, let's say I go all in right now, right? And I say at this moment, right, because we're talking about mindset now, and I think I, think I hear your crossover. I'm like... One, I'm ready to be an NBA player. Let's say today, right now, 33 years old. I'm about to make a run at the NBA, Chris. I'm telling you right now, okay? I'm ready. We play college basketball together. I'm about to make a run at the NBA. I'm one of my goals to be there by 36. Is it right now that I made that commitment? Then I start working out crazy. I start eating. I start changing up. I start going to all the different camps, etc. Is it then, or is it when I get into the NBA? Like, where am I? So it's in, your in, mind? it's in between those two. A basketball player. It's in between those two things. So let's let's jump out of the analogy and let's talk about entrepreneurship. In my first year of transition, I didn't call myself an entrepreneur. I didn't. Like, I had a job, and I was working in an entrepreneurial venture. I didn't call myself an entrepreneur. In probably year two, once I came full-time and I had no job, 
I probably still didn't call myself an entrepreneur. But over the past two or three years, I've really dug into being an entrepreneur because I'm putting in the work, T. Like I'm put like I I wake up early, I go to sleep late, like there is no yeah. safety net. There is no sa- like I'm actually doing it so I can call myself that. Right? Anything less than that, you're just not there yet. And that's why I'm saying there is a transition. There is a cross, like there is that moment. But like, let's not throw around the word casually as if just like, and I again, we agreed on the definition. I get it. But there's a big difference in being an entrepreneur and being a, a successful one. Just like there's a big yeah, difference. It it's like there's a okay. big difference in saying, I play basketball. I'm a basketball player in a rec league and I'm a basketball player in the NBA. There's a big difference to that. And it just, it shouldn't be tossed around lightly. Once you put in the work of whatever it is that that thing is, then you can say it, right? If you're an actor, right? You don't call yourself an actor before you go get gigs and go to auditions and go to film school or like class or acting class or like do stuff like like the life of an actual actor. You can't call yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. one, right? So like, that's all I'm saying. Just because you know how to start an online business, but you still spend 60 hours a week at your job because you are because you love it, you are not an entrepreneur. You're just somebody well, that wanted to start it. a business. Well, that's, okay. And I, and I appreciate that. And I, I get where you're coming from 100%. And I, I think we, we both get it. Um, I And, and again, it, I think it comes down to like, like for my so there's two ways of looking at this, right? This is perspective, guys, for everybody that's listening, guys and gals. There is a thought that says once you've earned it, then you can say it, right? But that earning, there's no this gray, right? It's totally gray, right? Because that, that earning could take a day, that earning could take a year, depending on who you are, what you're doing, etc. Sure. Then there's the then there's the school, I'll just use school because I used the word academic earlier to say consistent, definition of it, right? Which one is right? I, I don't I don't know if he, I, I get the point of like, have you earned this? Rec league guy? <laughs> right? Like <laughs> or are you are you like really there, right? Because for me, there are some people right now that are absolutely killing it, right? They they have a business that's killing it. And when I say killing it, they're hitting every single goal they set out for themselves. What more is that than killing it, right? You're a business owner. You set goals. Regardless of whether my goals are big or little to you, it's irrelevant. I'm hitting my goals and I'm crushing it. And I'm making way more, right, than this other person that's out there, right, that's out there that's all in, air quotes here, but barely making what I'm making, right? So by definition, they're an entrepreneur, but I'm not. That's fundamentally flawed to me, like in my perspective, right? Yeah. That's fundamentally flawed, um, right? Because even Gary Vee says, hey, look, for me, right? He talks about for me. He'd rather go only make $85,000 a year running his own thing. And he feels successful. And he feels like, I I made it, right? Like, I'm the entrepreneur. I'd rather make twenty, you know, $85,000 a year on my own rather than, in, in his words, be a, be a full-time, no-side gig business, you know, um, employee that makes $2 million a year or a million a year, right? right? Now, now, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, there's self-fulfillment. It's just being an entrepreneur, right? That's his goal, like to have control and the freedom over his own life. That's how he defines success. Obviously, in that scenario, it's not about money because eighty-five thousand dollars a year, you and I, Chris, know, will get you crushed. No way, <laughs> right? Right. So Gary Vee's not talking about money here. He's talking about this freedom, the control that he has by being a full-time entrepreneur, like one hundred percent. Exactly. And so let's stay there for a second. T, let's stay there because that goes back to the root of what I'm saying. Then. But that's his success, though. But then, but then, what? But then again, like again, then what are you, like, what are you doing it for? Here's what that, that dualpreneur or someone that believes they're an entrepreneur, they got to find out, like, what are you doing this for? 
Like, what are you, why did you start the business? And then how serious are you taking it? I have a saying that I tell people in my business, if you treat this like a business, it'll pay you like a business. But if you treat it like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. So the question is, if you always have a secure income and it's not about money, how then do you treat your business not like a hobby? Like, where's well, because the- you can. Well, hold on, hold on. You can though, Chris. That's the thing. Like, like I, I, it's not a zero sum game, bro. Like, it's not a zero sum game to me. That's my perspective on it. Like, it's almost like you're this or that. Like, there's not. No, it's not a zero sum game. It's for not. People. But back right? to classism. That it's it's merit based. It, it, it's just okay. there. There are levels to it. And but as a person. As a person, but what's your level? But again, what's your level? The level you cannot put money, and I, you cannot. I'm not. Put money. I'm not I told you, not. like now, right. now we're going right. back to like I'm telling you, the level is I put the work in to like be this, and I have. Yeah, okay, you know what, what I mean. Work is it? Like, but okay, okay, you say work, right? Work does not have a time number stamp on it. It's not work after an hour or after two hours, right? Like, I was just listening to a book by um, Dan Loke, I think it is, L-O-K, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He wrote the um, F.U. Money. Love it. If you ever read that book, shout out to Dan. Great book, okay? We got to get Dan on the show. He's amazing. For sure. Um, you know, he talk, you know and, he's, and he says, he talks about this. He goes, look, if you got an eight-hour work week, right, like an eight-hour work day, and he's talking about being an entrepreneur. This guy's a serial like entrepreneur in the sense that, like, you know, that's what he does, one hundred percent. Then he talks about that you're only productive three hours a day anyway, right? Like you're only you're only productive three of those hours on average, like studies have shown, right? So who's to say? That this entrepreneur, right, like an air quote here, that's out there, oh, I work 10, 12 hours today, whatever. But in reality, you're probably only really, really effective four hours out that day. I find that that's, that, well, that is absolute BS. That is, that no, no, sounds... No, 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 let me finish, right? No, and, 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 I, and I get where he's coming from with it, right? Because he talks about all the different things. When he talks about three hours, he's talking about there's three hours that really move your business, right? Now, if you're like extreme and you have extreme concentration and extreme focus and extreme everything else and you isolate yourself in a bubble for eight hours, then yes, okay, you can do it. But we're talking... Like, we're talking about other entrepreneurs. There's a multimillionaires out there. They say, they will tell you, it's there's a good, hard number there. So what I'm saying to you is, let's use that analogy where you got three, three hard ones, right, that are really good. And now you have a job that you're working 40 hours a week, and the entrepreneur said, hey, I'm working 70. Well, you go put in 30, right? I'm just using that. Let's say you don't have a house and a family and all that other stuff. And you go put in 30, who are who are we to say because you got that other forty and I'm putting in a focused thirty? You're putting in seventy, where thirty of it's really focused, and now I'm putting in thirty focused because my you know my my other time is done, and I'm just only doing this, and I'm building and I'm growing for whatever reason, and I want to do it like this. You cannot tell me. I'm not this because you look at it differently. No, you can't tell me that. Like, that's the whole point. Like, like this is where entrepreneurs give the big middle finger to those that keep jobs, right? Like, that's your, like, that's Absolutely. the deal, right? I can say in the ivory tower. Right, and, and guess what? This is another side of the platform. Like, this is maybe that new age deal, right? That's giving the finger right back saying, bro, while you go struggle for those first two years, I got more money to pump into my business so I can take yours over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that will never happen. That will no, never happen. Who it's, don't, hey, it's, hey, it's hey, not. Chris, we don't, we, but here goes, but Chris, we don't, we can't say that, right? Like, we're not all knowing, like, not, like, we don't, you don't know because as you started out, right? Like, you started off in a job and started and started building a business on the side. Now you may have not have defined yourself as an entrepreneur, but at the end of the day, you had a job, you ran a business, and now you are one hundred percent focused only on your business for your own personal reasons, right? Sure. And you decide to do that later. I just I think this this whole term is 
like, hey, you haven't earned it yet. You haven't done this. You only earn it when you go all in, et cetera, et cetera. I, like I said, it, it comes back to, in my opinion, classism. And it comes back to, I agree. and it comes back to the thing. And, and guess what? There's no right answer. You're right. And I, and I agree right. with There's no I, I agree. answer to it. I agree a thousand percent. Like, as you say, like, of course, I think there is, and I don't know if classism is the right word to use for, it, but I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, I will, I, I will continue to use the word regardless. But there should be when you're in something that's merit based, right? I think really as I'm as we're having the conversation, T, and again for everybody listening, these are the perspective. Like this is what helps you gain perspective is when you hear yeah. other sides to how you think about it. Cause I think about it one way T thinks about it another way, but we both are able to come together and really understand a different perspective that'll help you or help one of us or whatever the case is, right. Figure yeah. out things differently. <laughs> right. So I think the, this comes down to a matter of respect for the right. word, a matter of respect for the word, right. The word, when you are, when you believe you are something, it's because you've earned that title to yourself. To yourself. To yourself. Yeah. Yep. Not that like yep. someone else labeled, like no one labeled me an entrepreneur, right? Right. I gave myself that title once I started to understand what all entrepreneurship entailed and that I was on that journey, that I felt I was doing the work that I was growing the mindset, that I jumped off the cliff, right? Steve Harvey has a like a two-minute clip. I don't know if you've ever seen it, where he talks about jumping. Mm-hmm. He's like, as an entrepreneur, like you just got to jump, right? And you got to jump off that cliff and with no parachute, and you got to build your plane on the way down, and you're going to hit the rocks, and you're going to tumble, and it's not going to be pretty, but before you hit the bottom, you will do enough to get your plane to be fixed so you can start to soar, right? So when I understand that as a definition, right? We understand the literal definition of entrepreneur, right? Take risks, start a business, get it. But when you understand like the people that are entrepreneurs, how we would define it, it's completely, it, it's a lack of respect. It's disrespectful for someone that doesn't take the heartache, that doesn't take the, right, your 30 hours, right? Use your example. You got, you work in your 40, but you put in 30 as your entrepreneur, but I put in 80 as an entrepreneur. Don't come to me with your 30. That's cute, right? Like, again, basketball example. Yeah, I wake up at 4 a.m. and go practice and I have to eat right and I can't see my kids and all these sacrifices I make and you wake up on Sunday and go play in the rec league, that's cute. But don't disrespect what I do by saying that I'm disrespecting you by saying you're not me. That's, that, that's, it's just truth, right? And there may be classism there. There may be something there. I don't no, feel like it's I'm... Not, it's not that you're you. It's a, I'm not, I, in that definition, like I may not be as good as you, but that doesn't mean I'm not in the same league, right? Like everybody wasn't Jordan. Like there's only one Jordan. Every people say nobody works harder than Jordan. Nobody works harder than Kobe. Shoot, the way I'm watching, maybe nobody's working harder than LeBron, right? Being the greatest athlete of all time, on and off the court. But that doesn't mean the other guys in the NBA just aren't in the NBA. That's true, right? but there are some basic right? foundational things of those guys in the NBA that would separate yes. even them from the rec league player. There's just and that's true. There's a difference, that's true. and that's and but that's like all that I'm trying other to say. Is willing to put in thirty, right? That, but just like that other person is willing to put in thirty, that's still different than the guy or girl who goes on Instagram and says, "Here goes my entrepreneurial title," and sit back and got a website, and that's it. Of course, right? there's like, a, like they like, can they can look down on that. Like they could, there, there's classism there because for that, right? The person that puts in thirty, right? I get it that there's there's levels to it. The person that puts in yeah. 30 could talk to the person that puts in four and be like, oh, you're not doing nothing. It's all the yeah, same but thing. That, but, that is, but but they're all, but okay. So I think, I think for us, it's like they're on the same playground, <laughs> right? They're on, I mean, and that's what I think it's frustrating, right? And I get it. Like, you're like, don't disrespect 
this title that I've, I've I felt like I've earned, and now you're just putting on, right? right. Like, like you are the you're the class that I earned the trophy because I won. Hey, little kid, if you will, or, or big kid, you're in the league and you get a you get a participation trophy. Yeah, I get it, and, right? and like I get, I that. just don't think that like right, like if if you want to be like real and transparent about like if you as an entrepreneur, if you were on your own. And all the income as like you've never had the stress of not having to pay rent, like like not knowing that you can pay rent. Right? Like I feel like that's a prerequisite into coming into saying that you're an entrepreneur, that you've had some level of financial stress in your life. Mm. Like you well, don't yeah. some yeah. people say, like, like, you know, to this to the point of this article, like, no, you can just be dual and like you never have to have a headache of financial stress. Yeah, but no. Every on like if if every single entrepreneur that is a air quote successful entrepreneur tells you that they've had some level of financial stress without like having a backing, that should be something that you say, well, that's a quality that would turn someone into an entrepreneur. If you've never had that, that's a piece that's missing. You can't well, then I think Chris, start yeah, saying I think, things but, like that. Yeah, but I and 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 again, like uh, this is why it's perspective. It's ninety seven percent of the world has had financial stress. Okay, <laughs> like everybody. I mean, even millionaires will tell you they have financial stress. Of course. I just I just don't. I, I get it, and I I think there's people out there that risk like that that put their family at more risk than the next person. And there is like something intrinsic just that just like because I did this, like I earned this badge of honor, right? I earned this because I my plane was about to hit the ground, right? And it was about to hit the ground and I was going fast and I figured it out. Right? Let's use that example with Steve Harvey. And there's a badge of honor that comes with that. And somebody else Jumps off the same cliff, they got to build their plane, but they got a glider on, right? <laughs> right? They got a glider. They're not going, they're not about to hit the ground at the speed of, you know, this at the same speed, but they got a glider on. So it's a little bit slower fall and it's a little bit easier to put the engine together, right? Because they got more time to do it. And all I'm saying is this, by definition of the word, that's what I go off of the foundation period. Like, there's no getting around that for me. However, how successful you are, and I even put this when we both made comments to um, the late, the young lady. What's her name again? I'm sorry, I just Ta- lost her Tara, Tara Jackson. Tara Jackson. Uh, we love you, Tara. We'd love to have you on this episode, <laughs> uh, the next episode, right, uh, to, to give your, your argument as well. But I put on there, like, I will say, and maybe this is just me being an optimistic guy, I've never seen a person build a billion-dollar business while working a full-time job. I have not seen that, yeah. right? I haven't seen that. However, however, that comes down to maybe th- I, there are different levels to this thing, right? <laughs> right? I get that. There are different levels. I would not argue that point. Just like you are, you conceded to, hey, the, the basic definition is this. I will concede to, yes, there are different levels. But anybody that's listening out there, the question becomes, what level do you want to play on from my perspective, right? You may you may think more like on I, – I lead a little bit closer to uh, Ms. Jackson on this one. It's just like, hey, I, I get that, right? But you may lead towards Chris and say, no, 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 I got to go all in. At the end of the day, there's no right answer, right? There, there's no perfect right answer, but you got to do it the way that you do it. And to Chris's point – during this whole thing, why are you doing it in the first place? Because more people are losing money than making money trying to title themselves an entrepreneur. Right. Now, we got to keep it real about that. Absolutely. You know, and then there's real, full, brand, I'm all in entrepreneurs that still lose their heads, right? And they're all in, right? And then there's people that work the job that are that are all in as well. But I it just does think- come down to It does come down to mindset, though. Absolutely. And I agree. Absolutely. It comes down to mindset. And the that, difference where me and, me and Chris will differ is I don't look at it 
as a zero-sum game. And I'm not saying Chris does exactly, but I look at it as just like you can be 100% all in with your wife, 100% all in with your kids, you can you can divide your 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 ability to be different things. You can be one hundred percent all in with your with your friends. You can be all in. Let's say like you work at a kid. I'm talking about you got a job that you absolutely love and you want to be there. I'm not talking about the job you hate and you, you know all that kind of stuff. Then you should probably quit and do something else. But if you don't really have the mindset, keep your day job, okay? <laughs> all right, but but let's keep it real. Like you know, I'll keep a hundred percent. But you can be all in there, and you can also give your attention to something else. Now, the amount of hours in the day, that differs, right? Like, you know, we only get 24 hours. Yes, I can be all in mentally for, with my wife, but I may only see her two hours a day. Let's say, like, waking hours a day. The business, I may only be able to put it there. It is mindset, and it does take a very special mindset to grow a business. But if you start a business... What do you define as successful? You can't come to us on our podcast and say you're going to build a billion-dollar business and then you're only going to do it 15 hours a day because some book said there's a four-hour work week, right? Like, <laughs> like you know, like I'm just being honest out there, and I, I love him. Like, but I, I, it's, I get it, right? Like, like no, like that's going to be hard. It doesn't like there's a lot unless you're going to you're some genius that knows how to figure something out that nobody else has done. I'm, I'm going to leave that out there because I hope you are out there. You can help the rest of us all out, including Chris. Because right? <laughs> we got families. I'm pretty sure Chris would buy four hours a week and be a billionaire. I'm pretty Absolutely. sure you would buy that. <laughs> even though I love the game. Even though I love the game. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, you know, his family, he would love to. But, but we got to be realistic. And I believe that success, right, if I want to conclude on my side, success is what you define, right? It's what you define. Look, Chris just said, I'm an, I defined myself as an entrepreneur when I did X. And now I'm an entrepreneur. That's my badge of honor. Well, guess what? If you, How do you define success for you? And if it is starting a business, maybe growing into a couple hundred thousand a year while you do something else, if that's your success, then guess what? You are the success, and you can call yourself whatever the hell you want to call yourself. <laughs> so that that's just my take on it, and I, I know we kind of wrapping this up. And I conclude, that's, you know, Chris, you can wrap it up. That's awesome, and and I again appreciate your perspective on it. You're right; we see things a little bit differently in this one area because, again, I just firmly believe you cannot be an employee and an entrepreneur at the same time. It takes two different mindsets to be successful at them. And whether your goal is to make an extra 50 grand a year, whether it's to make an extra 200 grand a year, whether it's to boost retirement, whether it's to make sure your kids have a college fund, or whether it's just to fill up the rest of your time in your day to do something, you can't be fully successful at both because they take two different mindsets. And that's just my firm belief on it, right? You might have entrepreneurial tendencies, but you can't call yourself an entrepreneur until you're willing to do the things that an entrepreneur is willing to do. And yes, there's levels to it, right? I understand. But at the highest level, or when the pe- when people are really self-sufficient, self-sustaining business people, that they they go and hunt and kill what they're going to hunt and bring it back to their family and that's all they have and that's all they rely on you're cut from a different cloth there's something different about us that allows us to go through this Gary V talks about it all the time you have to love entrepreneurship like you have to love getting punched in the mouth you have to love the adversity like you have to actually learn to love it And I don't believe that someone that still says they have a job can learn to love getting punched in the mouth and learn love to love failure and to learn to love the fact when they lose money or make bad, poor, poor financial decisions or poor business decisions. You actually have to love that. And that's why I don't think you can be both. So that's my take on it. T has a different take, but obviously, guys, we want to hear your take, right? The reason why we're doing this is so that everyone can start to share. We can build community. 
um, with people that have different perspectives. And we're not here to judge. T and I both are the least judgmental people. We understand to each <laughs> to each his own, right? Everybody's got their own thing and we can be empathetic to it. Doesn't mean we don't have an opinion on it, but we want to hear yours. So we, we end all these with a question. I, I think it's a two-part question today. The two-part question is one, do you believe in dualpreneurship? Do you believe someone can be both an employee and an entrepreneur and call themselves both? Do you believe that? And then part B or the second part of the question would be, if you are running a business and have a job, do you call yourself an entrepreneur? Right? If you if you are actively in that situation where you have a full-time job and you love it, right? You just you you knock you have no plans of leaving. You just want to have two incomes. Do you call yourself an entrepreneur when someone when you introduce yourself to someone, do you say you run a business or do you tell them what you do for work? Right? There's those are completely different things, but that's the questions I I want to hear answered from you guys. Um, feel free to reach out to T and I because we're here to help you guys get different perspective and that perspective might be the thing that changes your life. So until next time, guys, we're going to sign off on this podcast for perspective episode number two, and we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the perspective podcast today. We understand that you had thousands of other podcasts that you could be listening to, but you chose us. We thank you for that, and we're very grateful for it. If you ever want to reach out to us, you can always catch Chris on Twitter at cmuzan1, that's the number one, and myself at Terrell underscore Ward at Twitter. Those are our handles. Today, the music that you heard is by none other than Love. God bless y'all. Till next time. never telling no fibs. When I walk up in that booth, ain't no telling who lives. No weapon formed against my team shall prosper. I'm seeking eternal life when I'm done. Word to the Father, on. Uh.